This is the What's Brewing Podcast, brought to you by Plan First Asset Management and Financial Services. What's up, Brewing Nation? Johnny Gammon and Coach Tony Miller on the What's Brewing Podcast. And it's great to be back with you guys and certainly hope you're having a great week wherever you're listening and however you may be listening to us. Uh, thanks for taking the time to find out more about Bruins Athletics. We've got another uh, Bruins basketball player joining us today on the podcast uh, and really kind of big man on campus recently, Nate Ellenwood of the Bruins basketball team, who is having just an incredible season uh, for his sophomore year. Nate, thanks for, for joining us today. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. All right, let's talk about Bruins basketball, man. I mean, you came in last year, um, and a lot of people who have watched you play, when you come walking into the gym, they don't think point guard. They think small forward. They think maybe even a power forward. You know, I was talking to somebody earlier this week, and they were like, how in the world does this guy get 18 rebounds in a game? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, because he's not really – like he is a point guard, but he shouldn't really be listed as a point guard just because he's so versatile. But, you know, how as you came in last year, what do you think was the biggest adjustment from the high school level of ball to college level? Uh, Definitely the size and the speed, especially – my junior and senior year, I played at a smaller Christian school, so even though I was a point guard, I was basically the tallest on our team and the other team. Yeah, so they put you down low, and I mean, that's how we all had to, <laughs> to deal with. Yeah, I was the tallest, so, and I played with a lot of slower people, so coming up here, playing pickup, like when I was getting recruited with Justin and all them, he's a lot quicker than me, so that taught me real fast how to, I had to get better handles, get lower, and and the size of getting down low, and I'm not the tallest. I have Chris Gray, Quez, a lot of bigger people, so I have to learn how to jump, stop, and finish over bigger people, and I was not used to that, especially in high school. That was really one of the advantages of, of him playing at a smaller Christian school. We had actually known Nate since he was in ninth grade. Their school had come to our high school tournament, which mm-hmm. we're actually hosting at the time of this yeah. recording, uh, that event. And uh, so we had known him for a while, but his last two years when his family moved down here to South Carolina – he actually started playing at the school that's literally right next door to my house. So when I would go over there, you know, there's not many Christian, I mean, there's not many college coaches that are coming to a, a small Christian school to recruit. But you had Nate at six foot five playing the point guard position against these other teams that were they're playing against five ten and five nine and five eight. And so you had he was putting up those kind of numbers even then. I yeah. mean, rebounding biggest player, but it's not just so much his size as it is he just goes and gets the ball which most point guards they hang back or they're taught to get back on defense and we actually just have Nate go get the ball and have our other guards get back so it's kind of like a disadvantage for the other team because the guy that's guarding him especially on the offensive glass isn't prepared for somebody that's just going to go sprint to the basket and rebound so it's kind of one of his uh yeah. tricks that he uses to, to rack up those boards. Well, in the in the question, I would kind of point back to you then, Coach, is, you know, obviously he fills a lot of roles on the team, but why is he such a difficult matchup defensively yeah. because you can't put a small guard on him yeah. or, and you can't put a big guy on him, you know, it's just a headache for a defense. Yeah, I, I'm not much of a chess player, but I've heard another coach describe one of his players this way, and it's the same with Nate. He's kind of like the queen in chess. I mean, you can put him anywhere – and he's at some point going to be a disadvantage for the other team, either because of his size, uh, playing against somebody that's smaller, or because of his speed against playing somebody that's bigger. Or it, it, 
I mean, any of the positions that we put him at, he's going to end up having a having some sort of advantage over his opponent. So it's a real nice. So this time it's, it's good to be a queen for yeah. a guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was laughing about that a little uh, bit. But, Nate, uh, you know, back to you. I, I still remember, I, you know, and I don't even know if you remember this, but your freshman year, our first scrimmage. I think it was the first time or the second time you brought the ball up the floor. <laughs> you got pickpocketed by the guy, and he took it the other way. And from that point to where you are now is, I mean, exponentially different. Um, so, so particularly with, I think, more of like a confidence thing, how do you feel like your confidence has grown having a year under your belt and particularly, you know, even coming into this season when – you were going to be asked to take on more of the the scoring load and the and the ball handling load. How do you feel like your confidence has grown? Yeah, last year when I first came in, I didn't know what to expect, and I sat down with at the time Coach Ring, and he gave me my role, and my role wasn't necessarily to shoot; it was more distribute and bring the ball up without many turnovers. And uh, and I know we had we had great scores, Dustin, Marshall, Quez. So that wasn't really my role. And coming into this year. Um, yeah, like you said, they asked my role to change a little bit, but especially my freshman year playing all those big games like the Pensacola for the first time, playing Division Division One under those lights, that really that really helped me get experience that I needed. Yeah, and I think uh, one of the things obviously that has helped this this year with our team is the different role of him being kind of more of a scorer, but also being that distributor too and kind of easing your way into things I think sometimes when we're most effective is generally when he kind of gets other people involved and then when the time comes to score to 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 score the ball Um, can you talk just a little bit about I know this summer you put in a ton of work and we talked with um, some of the other guys earlier on in the season about what they were doing in the off season and that kind of thing but can you talk about your summer a little bit specifically this past summer the kind of work that you've done that you did and, and have done yeah, this summer, Coach Miller, you, you help, he helped me out a lot. Uh, coming every day, uh, get, putting in, trying to gain weight because I'm not, I'm not the biggest guy in the world. How much weight did you gain this summer? I gained over 20 pounds, which, <laughs> which helped a lot. Which might be hard to believe. <laughs> you get to be my age pounds. and you got to get those 20 pounds back That's off. right, that's right. Yeah, but doing that and also, like you said, I usually play against smaller point guards, so around like 5, 10, 6 foot. So we worked on a little post game. So if there's a, a guy that's small at me, I, I can post up. And even if I don't get the ball in the post, I'm in a position to rebound. And uh, also trying to work on my, my range a little bit. I wasn't the best shooter last year. I'm still not the best shooter, but just working on if I'm open, being able to knock down that shot. As you guys, you know, going over the course of the season, again, looking back to last year, we're we're one game really away from – I mean, realistically, from playing for a national championship. And, you know, we lose to Randall, who eventually won it. Then we came out and just obliterated the two teams that we played after that. So kind of as a whole cohesive unit as a team, how have you guys taken some of the obstacles we faced in the offseason? You know, losing guys like Marshall, you know, kind of new coach, new system, new, you know, all this kind of stuff. Have you guys kind of embraced that and said, look, we've still got the pieces that we need to to do this? Yeah, that was that was tough. Like you said, we lost Marshall, leading nation 
last year in three-point shooting, great scorer, great teammate, great leader. But uh, having having guys step up like Justin, Dustin, this uh, taking that role of being a, a new leader, being captain. And even though we played tough teams this first semester and we didn't do as well as we wanted uh, with the win-loss record, they just kept us together as a family and as a group and be like, hey, it's going to get better. We didn't we didn't do well this time, but let's focus up, watch, watch film, get better in practice each and every day. And that will help us into this winning streak that we have right now and then into the postseason going into the regionals and nationals. You know, losing a player, you never want to do that, but I think for the guys, it has helped them individually. If you look at a score, uh, a box score any given night with our team, it's going to be potentially four or five guys in double figures or you know, one night one guy will have 20 or 25 and then the next night a different guy will have 20 and 25. And so I think it's allowed individuals to kind of grow a little bit more and step into leadership role. And I think in the long run, that's very difficult to prepare for. I mean, in the yeah. long run, it's helped us. Yeah, but you know, well, like you said, I mean, we have, I can count right now, four or five yeah. guys that could be the guy yeah. for the night. You know, sometimes it's Nate going for twenty-five. Sometimes it's Jason. Yeah. You know, going for twenty-five. Justin put up thirty the other night, and you know that was his role while Nate was filling up every other statistical category. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it just it makes it to me if I'm game planning against the Bruins, who do you lock down on? You know, and, and and you can't really lock down on one guy. Yeah, yeah. It's a little scary as a coach because you don't know exactly where you're getting it from that one night, but it's also kind of in- encouraging that it could come from anywhere um, on any given night. And, you know, having two or three guys, especially if we get two or three guys that go off in a night, then usually things turn out pretty well for us. So It's going to be awesome. It's going to be a great close to the season as we uh, last couple of weeks here of Bruins basketball. Come on out to a game. Check out the schedule at BJUBruins.com. It'll be up there. uh, Lots of home games here this second semester you can come out and be part of. It's always a great time at the Davis Fieldhouse. That's going to do it for this week's edition. For Coach Tony Miller, I'm Johnny Gammon, and that's What's Brewing. You've been listening to the What's Brewing podcast, brought to you by Plan First Asset Management and Financial Planning. To learn more, visit PlanFirst.com.